Welcome to Cruise Nerds. Cruise Nerds. <laughs> I'm your host, Paul. And I'm your other host, Sarah. And uh, we're coming to back to you every couple weeks about uh, cruising, because that's what we do. We're nerds that like to cruise. Some of us nerdier than others. Wow. I'm not, I'm not saying which. Are you Are you suggesting you're a bigger nerd than me? Because I don't I know. I could be. I don't I know. I, I've got some pretty heavy nerd credentials. I have like Star Trek uh, figurines, right? I mean, true, but you do gotta, you have two bicycles? Yeah, but biking is that you don't ride. Oh, because uh, hmm. oh yeah, because you have the bike storage company. I forgot about that. <laughs> anyway, I keep trying to hide it with my body, and it doesn't. Work. <laughs> it's all good. People are expecting to see that now every week. I um, hope so. I think I like to think it's part of things. Absolutely. I've been trying to figure out what to put behind me. I've got a, I've got little frames that you could put records in, Ooh. But, but I haven't put any records in them yet. I have like 300 records. What are you waiting for? Uh, initiative, drive, ambition. Ambition. All right. There we go. I like um, inspiration. Inspiration. I think uh, I should find one that has like a cover that has like a travel theme, right? Like Ooh. tropical paradise or or maybe Ooh. even like a boat. Do you have a record that you don't like and you could get somebody to draw that on there? N- n- no, <laughs> I like all of my records. <laughs> That's fair, as you should. That is sacrilege, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> for any record fans, for any vinyl fans out there. I know, but there's Please some forgive that... Sarah. She's not the an initiative. Initiate. Initiate? I don't even know what the word is. Anyway, we're way off track. How are you, Sarah? Way off track. I'm all right. I am I'm doing all right. How about you? I am uh doing pretty good. Yeah. I'm um, very glad to hear that. Have you have you been sick or I know you were sick for a while? Have you been I better? was very sick for quite a while after my trip. Uh it took me a long time to recover. I think I'm almost in my normal state now a tiny bit of a cough every now and again but it wasn't covid fyi wow concerned all of those things you know are coming back as people are you know get together so you know we did not eradicate the common cold or the flus or any of that no no and having some um higher bigger things to do with my health uh it definitely hit me a little harder than others yeah fair enough all right well today we're going to talk about my last cruise because last episode we talked about sarah's last cruise which if you have if you're new to the channel or you're new to the podcast go back and listen to that because uh sarah told us all about her fabulous adventure to alaska it was delightful and uh and i'm going to talk today about my fabulous adventure um from los angeles to vancouver to warmer climates <laughs> no that's when you go the other way i that's that's the end of the season run i think was it, was it warmer in california than it was here yes yeah so yeah well warmer. los angeles for los angeles always is but even san francisco because san francisco oftentimes has similar weather to victoria Right. Uh, Because it's Northern California. People don't think of that. They think California is all sunshine. It's San Francisco is apparently one of the windiest cities in uh, in like the world. Really? 
Apparently. I, I was surprised to learn that. I guess just the way it's laid out with the ocean and stuff. I don't know. I mean, know. I thought Chicago was the windy city of well, the U.S. But... They obviously take the the title, right? But uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was really, I was surprised to learn that. I learned a lot of things actually traveling to San Francisco, even though that was my fourth time there. But uh, cool. I mean, first time I went, I was 11. That's kind of one of the reasons to travel though, isn't it? Like you always learn something about a place, whether you've been there before or not. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, um, this time around, we actually, because we knew a few things, we actually knew what we wanted to go see. And so, so we did more of that, but um, yeah, it was really, it was really neat. Anyway, let's talk about uh, the whole thing. Let's get into it. I will take your cue, Sarah, you will be guiding this episode. All right, I'm ready. I Uh, I will think in my mind of all of the great memories of a month ago. From two months ago? <laughs> a month and a, five weeks ago, I, I think, probably. Yeah, yeah, fair. <laughs> All right, so so tell us, what, um, where did you go, first of all? Let's just break that down. So we flew down to Los Angeles and boarded the uh, Radiance of the Seas, which is nice. the first of the Radiance class of, of ships. And uh, it, um, uh, uh, this is Royal Caribbean. Uh, there's a few Radiance class. Radiance class is a little different than some of the newer ones like Explorer and uh, um, of course the Oasis class and stuff because there's no uh, Royal Promenade like there is on, mm-hmm. on those ships. And that was, that, that's kind of weird going on Royal Caribbean and not see- seeing that because that was always kind of just a center point for, for uh right. life and culture on the uh and that the, the promenade is that middle bit that with the trees and things and no the uh, you you might be thinking on oasis of the um uh the central park oh, the cent- central park right yeah okay. yeah. yeah so the nothing royal, like that the but, royal uh, promenade is a feature on mo- the, the it, it's promenade on, it's on most royal ships they have a royal royal <laughs> promenade and it usually has like a, you know some drinking establishment it's like a walkway they have some drinking oh, yeah. establishments that have like it'll be like a couple floors and there'll be even um there'll be suites that look out onto the royal promenade but it's all inside and then they'll okay. have sometimes they'll have parties and entertainment there um cool. and and they'll have shops and there's a restaurant and they're you know buy your watches and your jewelry and your perfume Lovely. And, you know all that all but, right. but they they're it's really neat the way they've done it cuz it feels like feels like a like a mini shopping mall but right. it's kind of casual and usually you can go you know down a floor to the casino or up a floor to guest services or you know whatever so it's all kind of the connecting hub of right. of royal right. ships for all of the newer ones but that radiance does not have that radiance okay. is more traditional insofar as there's that central atrium in the ship right yeah right. and and that and it was weird at first because it's like we like that feature of the royal ships and so we're going on one without one but we quickly forgot that we cared about that so excellent well, that's good that's yeah, good. yeah so, was... so travel yeah you went uh right at the time that they um took the mandate the mask mandate away didn't you well it was actually right after 
Oh, okay. that the U.S. dropped the mask mandates. We had actually okay. been back for a couple of days before then, but we we were actually traveling on Air Canada anyway, and so oh, okay. so the mask mandates. The masks were on while were you on. were on flight. Yeah. Uh, did they serve food while you were on your flight? No, no, the flights. No, the flights were too short. They okay, did, they did serve like drinks and stuff, but. Yeah. We're just, we were good. Like we didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't so, need a drink on a, on an airplane. I know some people, <laughs> some people need to drink yeah. on an airplane. <laughs> funny, funny story. My cousin um, flew from Victoria or I think the other way around from North somewhere, Northern BC uh, back down and um, they served the, the snacks, the pretzels or cookies or whatever your option is. Um, and what they did, this was definitely while masks were on, what they did was they said, you can't take your mask off until everybody in your row is eating. And so they did it row by row. So you only get the things flying around from the people in your row. Yeah. I mean, yeah. random almost would have been better, but yes. I, I do think, you know, I mean... I do think uh, masks on airplanes are a good idea because you're in a close space. But on the flip side, the ventilation systems on airplanes are usually way better than, um, you know, than most buildings and things like that. Sure. Right? Any other crowded spaces you can think of, um, it's actually pretty good. And actually, I think cruise ships as well because cruise ships are definitely uh very good with their ventilated air well they've had all those problems historically with um outbreaks and stuff so they invested in that and it's actually they don't it's not that expensive this is the thing that really drives me crazy is people think you got to spend millions of dollars upgrading ventilation systems and stuff but really right. most people can upgrade their ventilation system uh, at, at lower yeah. cost anyway that uh, that being said all that being said um yeah, we we had no problem. Now, when we got there, right, uh, we arrived in Los Angeles late at night. We decided to go late night and late oh, yeah. check in, and then get up the next morning and 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 get on the ship. But when we arrived there, the door um, wouldn't open. Oh no! For the plane, and there was <laughs> something something kind of didn't work, and. Uh, if they had opened the door, there was a possibility that it would have triggered the slide. Oh. <laughs> and if it had triggered you the slide, got to slide down. Well, I was excited about that, right? But <laughs> um, if they if that had happened, because they were right next to the, you know, what's the little connector arm thing? That's, right, yeah. You know, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. The the um, the slide could have hit that. Oh. And the impact of that, who knows what could have happened. I mean, it might have tipped the plane over. It might, I probably not, right? But it would have been very damaging, broken, right? Broken things. And so we waited about it. We waited 45 minutes or so right. for the maintenance right. guy to come and open the other door on the other side. Oh, okay. And so we had to take the precarious staircase down oh. around the front of the plane and then go up <laughs> the other side. And and uh, and then we were home free at that point. Right, right. By that time, by the time we were supposed to get off the plane at like eleven, which was already pretty late, yeah. but it was closer to midnight. 
Yeah. And uh, we didn't get to our hotel room till about one o'clock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Trying to find LA, LA, every time I go, they've reconfigured it. So I, I'm trying to figure out where to get an Uber or um, Lyft. Oh. And we ended up uh, going to the wrong place like twice. <laughs> and uh, anyway, frustrating, right? But uh, yes. Yes. we ended up finding it. And uh, I got to tell you, if you're thinking of those options for your travel, we're not from a city where we do this often. I don't even know if it's here at all, right? I don't think um, so. But for, yeah, for people that where this is all foreign, sign up ahead of time, do it all properly. Um, but uh, when you get there, compare the costs of the two. Oh, yeah. Because we ended up going with Lyft and it saved us about 30 US dollars. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, at the definitely. same time. And we just, just kind of, we just checked and we're like, okay, this one's twice what we thought it was going to be and this one's not quite twice what we thought it was going to be so that's awesome yeah 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 who knew that peak time was midnight too because presume <laughs> well presumably you know people going home from pubs and stuff like that right true and they don't true. you know hopefully not driving so so yeah. you know, i'm such an old man i never would have thought of that but apparently we were right. during a peak time so well that does make sense yes mm-hmm. Uh, and so did you have to do any of the, um, like the, the travel apps before you left? Oh yeah. So what, what one uh, did you have to do the Verifly? No. No. Verif- okay. Verifly? Verifly. Yeah. It's for some flights and some cruises. We had to do it for our Holland America trip. Oh. Oh. Um, as well as we had to fill out all the information, of course. Even though you weren't flying. No. That is kind of funny, isn't it? Hmm. It is. It is. Um, and then we also had to do, I'm sure you didn't have to do it until the way back, the Arrive Can. Yes, we did that. We did that ahead of time. Right. Um, but we had we had a fun adventure with, with my wife's passport. Yes. Did I tell, tell you about tell, that? You told me, but I don't think you told the people. Okay, well. Lovely listeners. So I'm telling everybody right now, if you're planning travel soon, in the next like six months, Go and check your passport, get it done well ahead of time because it is crazy town right now. So yeah. So my wife, we did plan ahead. We thought, and she like two months beforehand, we're like, okay, we got to get the passport thing sorted out. And you know, this happened, that happened. Next thing you know, it's six weeks away, but she's like, okay, I'm going to go down there and, and do it. And uh, so she so she arrived at, at the place and it was it was a certain number of business days uh, where you have to if you're if you're later than that, then you can't do that at Service Canada. You have to go to a passport office. And right. so she was one day under that. I think it was like <laughs> like 28 business days or something. Anyway, and it was, right. it was like 27 or something. Right. Anyways, so check that if you're getting close. So then to go to the passport office, you can either go and wait in line and hope for the best, which is not advisable at all. No. no or not. you can book an appointment. Right. Now, now if you got 27 days or three weeks or whatever before your cruise, go online and book an appointment. Now, this is the thing. You don't actually book an appointment. You fill out a form that says you want an appointment and then they phone you back. To give you the appointment, because that makes a lot of sense, right? 
<clears throat> yes, clearly. Anyway, so she waited. So she did that properly. She waited. Um, I don't know what it was, four or five days um, to get the call back to book the appointment. Right. They, they, they asked when her travel was and they booked her for like the day before that you'd need to apply and not get the penalty for for rush right at that point which i think is two weeks i think there's like a a super special two weeks and then there's like super special 72 hours where you pay like a pile more so don't do that save yourself the money don't do it anyway so then she goes and she 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 finally she goes to the appointment she gets she does the application and they say and they give her heck for it well why'd you wait so long it's like i didn't wait so long i i've been like in the system and this is the day they told me to be anyway so thinking that planning ahead six weeks is good for your passport is bad you know if your passport expires you know in the next six months do it just do it right now just Just go do it yeah Yeah. so we were for our next trip which is now three months away right got our passport applications in already for for uh, our son and my nephew oh, okay. who are coming with us because because we're just not going to horse around. Although that's interesting because we tried to book Service Canada so yes. we could go and do that. And they said no appointments available online. If it's within three weeks or four weeks or whatever, then go to the passport office. And oh, so, it's one of those systems. I love it when they do that to you. Yeah, so they gave you two options, but yeah. not like one is there's no appointments available. And the other one you're not supposed to use because you're not urgent enough. Yeah. So I phoned them. I actually called 1-800-O-Canada or whatever. Yeah. I got a very polite, helpful person who said, yeah, you, what about just mailing it? True. And I was kind of, I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to mail, like, what if they lose documents and stuff? Anyway, we kind of did a assessment of the documents and everything. And and we concluded in the end that that was going to be the simplest thing to do. And a worst case scenario, we'll just watch the clock. And if we don't get the passport, you know, within, you know, the time period to rush, then we'll go do it all over again and presume Mm -hmm. that our passport applications got lost in the mail. So so it's a bit dodgy. I wonder, I wonder if they get mad at you because of that. Like in the end, if you have to do two at once and then they get all pissy because you've got two passports. Well, I think in, I think in this case, because of the fact that, you know, we did take the proper initiative, they, they, yes. they shouldn't get angry at us. I think there's people that are literally showing up the day before they're flying that are still expecting to get their passports. Oh boy. Anyway, a lot of those requirements and stuff like, like booking the test to return, that's been super confusing for people. And uh, when we went, we booked our COVID test for like four o'clock in the afternoon, our flights left at like eight. And, (laughs) and so we gave ourselves like this giant window of time to get everything organized. Right. And, um, uh, and we paid the extra to get the, the COVID test done right there at the airport. Okay. By the way, there's two types of tests, of course, unless some kind of thing with your travel requires the more expensive PCR tests. Don't do that. We were right. literally sitting there with people who were just about to pay their $350 or something for two tests. I'm like, that's not right. No. 
And they're like, oh. And then they discovered they had paid for the more expensive tests. Anyway, so get the rapid test. But the reason you have to do it is they have to be authenticated by them and they'll email you a QR code and blah, blah, blah. Yes, we did ours uh, online the night you before. Did, yeah, you were saying, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah you, and that yours was, was cheaper nice too. Nice and easy. Yeah, super easy, mm-hmm. at home, comfortable. Yeah. And you don't have to stick that thing nearly as far up your nose as they do for you. Oh, they didn't do that. Like they didn't, they, they did just a regular test. Yeah. What do you mean a regular test? They did a, re- a regular rapid test. Um, like it's just, they just did it for you. So it's authenticated, right? Cause you can lie. People can lie if they, if they do a home test and they're like, they got two strong bars. They can be like, yeah, I tested myself at home and I'm good. No, right. But you, you do it in front of a nurse. But exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then you have to hold it up in front of you. Yeah. What if you did the swaparoo though? Did you do huh? <laughs> Anyway, well, she, you have to have it all set up so that she can see everything you do the whole and time. There's no you hold it up and then... quicker than the eye. Magician. <laughs> the magic trick. The magician style. <laughs> Please don't fly if you have COVID. Let's no. let's just say that. Please, Please everybody. Please stay Please at home if you have Please COVID. Please stay home. Yeah. And don't go to work if you have COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, just like just, yeah. just anyway. be at home. Yeah. Yeah. Be order, at home. order your food in. Be at home uh, is great. <laughs> <laughs> so the travel wasn't that bad. It was fine. Yeah. I was That's I was scary. I gotta tell you, I was pretty nervous. Because, yes. and, and I'd be more nervous now flying, like we're going to be flying into the U.S. Um, I think some of the carriers are U.S. carriers on our next one. Okay. So, um, you know, I don't want to get, I don't want to get sick with COVID on vacation. I don't want to get sick with COVID at all, but I definitely don't no. want to get sick on vacation. because That be, sounds terrible. But the insurance that we have covers us for that. So if it does happen, but uh, yeah, when we, when, when we fly to Florida in August, you know, I don't care who's wearing their mask or not. I'll be wearing mine the whole time. Absolutely. You know, if people want to look at me funny, that's fine. They can do that. I'm a big guy. I'll just, I'll just do this. You <laughs> 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 People are funny um, about, about this whole mask business. And it's like, you know, if you want to not wear a mask, well, that's your right now, I guess, but absolutely. But uh, you know, don't bug those of us who who uh, want to continue to wear them. And you know, I would yeah. say, I would say, you know, people should just kind of be nice and respect other people. And mm-hmm. I agree. You know, I feel it's a little different if somebody's got no mask and they're coughing, you know, and hacking up a lung and stuff. Like if that's yeah. you and you you really don't like masks, please just put on a mask in that situation. Ooh. Like. You know, uh, it's, yeah, I think, I, I, I think I could have even said that in like 2019 and <laughs> yeah. I used to tell people at my work, like, if you have a flu, stay home. Cause I don't right. want your flu. Right. So yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yes. Um, Enough about that. Let's talk about fun stuff. How was, how was, you touched on it a little bit, but how was the ship itself? The ship was awesome. Really fun. Great staff. We had a, uh, our, our room attendant was awesome. The guy's name was Alvin and no. uh, he was just, he was a hoot. We, Catherine actually bought a, um, when we went to the California Science Museum in uh, San Francisco, um, Catherine actually bought a little plushy white um, alligator. 
Right. I don't know why. That's weird, but whatever. She liked it, so she bought it. So she brought it back. Anyway, Alvin made the towel version of it so he'd have a friend. <laughs> that was so Aww. cute. <laughs> So, That's yeah. very sweet. so Alvin got a good tip, <laughs> but yeah, overall the staff were, were really nice. A lot, definitely lots of new people that yeah, yeah. were yeah. still learning the ropes. Right. And, and one of the things that I'd noticed, and uh, I guess it's a criticism, but it's, I think it might be kind of more of a training thing is you get a lot of people. Uh, I, this is my assumption anyway. So Catherine was in, she, Catherine was invisible to some of the staff in particular oh, really? some of the wait staff and this and the food service staff like they'd come and take orders but they'd somehow just miss her like sir would oh. you like a cup of coffee and it'd be like yes please and then they just walk away uh and she's short <laughs> but i don't think that's it i think it's a cultural no. thing i think it's i, I think yeah in their culture the man orders for the woman and they're maybe not, maybe they haven't been trained to understand that they need to ask right. uh, women. Yeah. I would say to. that I almost found the same thing. Um, not like, especially not ordering alcohol at a bar. Right. If, if we were both there together and he was ordering a drink that, and then because I'm not ordering an alcoholic drink, I almost wasn't, as important like they oh, kick sure. back him yeah and not with me yeah I, ironically Catherine would be the one ordering the alcohol and I, I don't <laughs> I don't drink so so that was yeah anyway I, I I it's hard to say right I think some and sometimes there's that tendency because the people that drink they get better tips you know they're more expensive drinks they get a better tip so they're they're gonna not um care as much if you're ordering orange juice or something right yeah. And, and you yeah. might be more of a hassle, frankly, if you order something that's, that's weird, right? Yes. Like that's, yeah. they have to go somewhere else to get, but right. um, yes. I think the big thing though, I, I do feel like it was a cultural thing. Like the, the countries that people were from were the, where I noticed there was a consistency. I will not going to name any countries, but ones that yeah. are kind of known to be more patriarchal. And, right. um, uh, and I think there was probably a, a, a learning curve for those people understanding right. that, you know, um, women from the Western world can order their own food and their own drinks, right? So ordering food wasn't so bad, but drinks was, it was a weird, it was weird. Right. It was super weird. It happens, right? Yeah. Uh, Which brings us to another interesting point. How was the food? Well, that's a good one. That's a good question. I would say overall, uh, I had some spectacular meals. And Excellent. then I had uh, some very disappointing food experiences. Um, okay. So the big one is if you're if you're gluten free, and I don't I, I I hinted at this last episode. If you're gluten free, like I am, uh, used to be when you go on a Royal Caribbean ship that you could order tomorrow's dinner ahead of time. Okay. They bring you tomorrow's menu, and you could tell them what you want, and they would prepare it gluten free. Um, and there was very little that they wouldn't prepare gluten-free. Like, you know, if you tried to order gluten-free spring rolls, like I did once for a kicks, um, good luck. You're not going to get that. You're going to get something else, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, so the, uh, um, so they didn't do that anymore. So ordering was super complicated. Okay. It, It reminded me of cruising a decade ago where 
especially at the buffet. Didn't matter who you asked, where they were, very little signage, that sort of thing. If you said, hey, is this gluten-free? The person would say, oh, I'll check. And then they'd walk away for 10 minutes. And by that time, everything <laughs> on your plate was cold at, at the buffet, right? Um, right. But th they just never knew the answer. And it was, that's kind of frustrating because, yes, I, especially when you're from here, where you go to any restaurant, like in on Vancouver Island, you go to any restaurant in some backwoods place, Yes. And you're yes. going to see little symbols on the menu that show you what things can be gluten-free and what things aren't. So, but, but they, but Royal Caribbean had none of that at all. Okay. So, and that, but that could also, I mean, that might also be an expectation that because we live where we live. I think so. Yeah. Um, you know, we're very aware of people's dietary limitations is the word yeah. I'm going for here. Um, and, and, you know, people on all these different diets and things. And oh, yeah, it's complicated. But they do yeah. vegetarian. Like, if you're a vegetarian or Absolutely. vegan, they'll actually, they will have that on the menu. So, yeah. so and gluten free is much more common now. Yeah. Much more common. Well, I just feel like it would just do everybody, like, you know, I, you'll, you feel kind of bad, like wasting servers' times and, you know, like this, or like if they just took the initiative to, to have it on the menu ahead of time i feel yes. like that would just make everybody's life easier absolutely um so that was that was definitely a frustration and and the reason the big reason why it was a frustration was because i know royal caribbean has done better than that on other ships yes. in the past and right. so i feel like they just kind of they kind of took a step backwards but um right. they did it so so the other big criticism i had was well there's a few things the some of the some of the failures of, on the food were spectacular too <laughs> excuse me um the uh the so the buffet they even though the ship was like a third capacity they opened up the entire buffet for breakfast so by the okay. time we wandered down for breakfast late eaters everything was either everything had been like heat lamped to death oh. and so it just wasn't very good anymore um right. and uh and there was it's not like there was more variety by opening the whole buffet they literally just repeated the same stuff across multiple stations so really? you actually yeah so you found yourself Whoa. wandering from station to station looking for something different yeah and you're finding the same stuff over and over again and you're kind of like why they even bother right and like uh, just out of curiosity what's your go-to breakfast well I like um, I, I like an eggs Benedict, so, and they didn't have that uh, at all. Okay. Um, usually, I can get away with the eggs Benedict that you know that they sort of mass produce and have there, and just sort of very carefully slip the slip the bun off, right? Um, I'm shocked that they didn't have that. Yeah, they didn't have eggs Benedict. Um, they didn't have uh, uh, any sausages that were gluten free. Okay. So all the sausages had gluten in them. Um, yeah, the uh, I like a variety of fruit, and they had yeah. sort of the same fruit over and over again. Oh. Um, yeah, their I cereals were kind of kind of weird. Like um, there was, they did have um, porridge, so I had porridge one day. But anyway, I, I don't. It was just very limited. It's just this massive amount of food, 
and I could eat 10% of it. And they, it was, it was just goofy. Anyway, they, so on day three or something, they opened up the gluten-free station on, <laughs> on board. Um, and it had like five items. So <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> Fruit and bacon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was weird too. It was sort of in, yeah, there was one thing in there where I was like, is this really gluten-free? Cause I don't even know, but, uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, very strange. Um, Hey, we should take a quick break. All right. And come back after this important message. Okay. Here's our first ever ad segment on cruise nerds. We don't actually have any advertisers, but we figured we should leave a space for it. So I wanted to take a moment and just mention a really great company here, Wood Travel. This is Sarah's mom's travel agency, and you can find them online at wood-travel.com. If you need a travel agent, and everyone should have one if you're cruising, give them a call. This is Paul. Have a great day. Yeah, so buffet, I would have to say was a solid three out of 10. And we went to the lunch buffet on the first day. And then one other day, it was just, it was just kind of uninspired. Let's say. That's disappointing to hear. Yeah. And I used to love the buffet on cruise ships too. Um, right. it, just, it just seemed to be like, we're just serving, you know, we're just feeding people. We're not thinking mm. about being interesting. Like they even, like, I like, you know, when they have the variety of cheese and cold cuts and stuff, and they had like two varieties of each every single day, the same two, you know, it's just, right. you know, yeah. um, I would say if this is the new normal for Royal Caribbean, then their food is, is definitely gone down. Um, and it may be kind of just the costs and stuff. Right. Um, yeah. that, that being said, I had a couple of spectacular steaks and a spectacular Excellent. prime rib. And my Ooh. wife had, had the on, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, lobster night. She had two lobsters, uh, <laughs> just sort of tra tradition for her. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big lobster fan. So right. we, did, we tried a specialty restaurant. We tried the sushi restaurant. Right. I it was it I would say overall it was very good, but the limitations for gluten-free were like um, ridiculous. So we literally right. didn't have any choice in what I had. I there was one roll sashimi and then there was one salad you can get, which I didn't like, which was like the seaweed salad. Oh, okay. So they made me a different salad. Nice. By putting together the dressing, like remaking the dressing with gluten-free soy sauce. So, um, so yeah, overall, um, not, but I got to tell you the worst one, Sarah, this is, this is, this <laughs> is the, the absolute. So after the breakfast buffet was kind of, eh, we decided yeah. one day we would go and it was a sea day. We decided we'd go to the restaurant for breakfast. Right. And yeah. so we went to, um, we went to. Uh, the restaurant and I ordered eggs Benedict. It's on the menu. I'm like, yeah. yes, you know, Perfect. get on gluten-free bread, whatever. Oh. Don't, don't even care. Just leave the bread off. Just give me load up the hollandaise sauce and Paul's good to go. Right. Um, but when you order, you ask, I asked them, I said, I want my eggs cooked hard. Okay. You're one of those. I'm, I'm one of those people where like, if, if the eggs are a little bit runny yellow, then that's okay. 
but I always ask for them hard because if the eggs have runny whites, I just can't eat them. I just find that, like, I just, I feel disgusted by it, right? Okay. So I ordered them hard. I always do that. I always order hard. If they come hard, okay. great. If they come with a little bit of runny yellow, you know, yolk. They actually call that the yolk, just so you know. Yeah, the yolk, the yellow. I'm not sure if you knew that. <laughs> the yellow, the orange could be orange too. Um, it can be orange if it's a good egg. It's a quality egg. Anyway, so they brought them and I'm all excited because I'm getting eggs, Benedict. Oh, thank goodness. And like super runny whites, like the whole thing was gush, right? And so when the guy was standing there, I'm like, I was just like, dude, like I, I hate, I hate to complain. I really do. Yeah, I hate yeah. to complain, yeah. but I, I can't complain eat well. this. Like I, yeah. I just can't eat it. I said, this is not like I asked for my eggs hard and this is anything but hard. Right. Yeah. Um, and he's, Oh, so sorry. So he takes it away and comes back um, f- five, 10 minutes later with new ones, runny whites. Oh no. Like probably worse than the first batch. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I'm, lo- I'm just looking at this guy. I'm like, dude, I'm, I, I can't eat this. Like, yeah. I, I'm not trying to be difficult. I just really can't eat this. Yeah. And he's like, uh, okay, well, I'm going to go get the manager. So he went and got the manager and then had like the manager explain. And, and he started kind of making excuses too. He's like, well, I can't communicate really well because different language barriers and stuff with the chef. And it's, you know, it's not my fault. I'm like, dude, I'm not trying to, like, I wasn't being rude. I was. No, no. I, was telling it like it was right yeah and uh um you know i'm not trying to blame anybody i just hopefully we can fix this right (laughs) but you know when people start making excuses it's a bit like i don't know you've done service jobs right you kind of you know it's just nobody wants to hear that they just want you to fix the fix the problem right just fix the problem yeah anyway they they came the third time they came they were they were fine right but it was just kind of, and this had happened on top of like all these other things. And it was just kind of yeah. like, oh, come on. Right. Anyway. So overall, some of the dining was spectacular. Some of it was lackluster, definitely um, issues with probably new people, but possibly even brand new to cruising, you know, being servers and stuff. Right. So. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, does it mean I don't like World Caribbean or anything anymore? No, I'm still wearing yeah. the hat right you know <laughs> and and i think in this in this era especially with what's been happened over the last couple of years you kind of got to go in with you know low expectations and hope to be you know and and they're like i said when i when those stakes arrived and they were awesome and like it was just it's like i'm i'm setting my little my expectations really low and i was blown away by how good they were and so excellent you know overall no complaints, but definitely oh. some small complaints along the way were frustrating, right? It's just kind of like, yeah. but you still had a good time. I really did, and uh, we did karaoke on the cruise. It was it was weird just to have like so few people around. Right. Yeah, uh, I agree. But we still wore our masks everywhere. We found probably like a quarter of people wore masks on on that uh, ship. Okay. So okay. you know we weren't we weren't like 
total totally alone there was an odd person that was kind of like you know grumpy about people wearing masks and it's like well you know sorry about that but you know you you have fun on your vacation I'm gonna do it my way um yeah so overall it was it was good um it felt like a vacation which which was my big concern because I remember at the beginning of COVID I was like well I don't want to travel again until we don't need to wear masks anymore right I think we all felt that way we thought that would be a thing right (laughs) look at us now yeah anyway Uh, how are your shore excursions yeah so we stopped in um it was a whole lot actually we stopped in um Catalina Island yes and Catalina Island is a blast we don't we don't usually do excursions there because you can you can do like you know glass bottom boats and you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. stuff that people do yeah um what we love to do on Catalina Island and if you ever go to the Pacific uh do your Pacific Coastal Cruise um I definitely recommend to everybody rent one of those oversized golf carts (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 not, it wasn't that expensive. I th- feel like it was, it was like $65 or something. Okay. Okay. Which, you know, like you could spend that, I mean, it's hundred yeah. Canadian. Oh. You could spend three times yeah. that on a shore excursion. Right. Yeah. And, um, and you get it and you, they give you the route, you boot around the Island on this. Thing. So fun, Sarah, <laughs> but honestly, it's the third time. And Catherine, and I like, should we do this again? Cause like, you know, we've done this a couple of times and right. taken every photo we can take and, you know, they, the Wrigley um, gum people own the island. And so they oh, have yeah. like the Wrigley mansion there. You could go take photos and stuff <laughs> anyway. Um, and then we're just kind of like, yep, yeah, let's do that. Again. <laughs> and we did. And we just had an absolute blast. Absolute blast. <laughs> And the way they do it is you rent. So you rent a minimum of an hour, but you pay them for two and then they'll refund you the difference. You know, they okay. do it by the minute for the last hour and they refund you the difference. So you don't have to race back. Right. And be like, Oh, we're going to get late and get a penalty or something. You just kind of, you could take your time. Just know you're on the clock after an hour, basically. So we did about right. 90, 90 minutes or something. And oh, lovely. Took our time and got back yeah. and you know, it yeah. was great. And then we just wandered around. We had lunch on on the pier there. There's a little fish and chips place. Nice. Um, it was. It's hard for me to order from places like that. So, you know, I'm know. I'm not I'm not so bad. Like if there's a fryer, deep fryer that I have on, um, what's the word? No, breaded. no unbreaded French yeah. fries or whatever. I can eat that usually without a problem. So, right. So I did that and I can't okay coleslaw. <laughs> bring me all the coleslaw coleslaw and fries for lunch so that's (laughs) and really good uh uh, tartar sauce so you know nice yeah Yeah. real healthy healthy meal there protein in yeah but it was great and then yeah and then after you know a few hours we just went back to the ship and yeah you know had a had a little nap and had our dinner and took off for the next port which was san francisco excellent which i think was the very next day i don't think there was a sea day in between right and we were two days in san francisco two nights in san francisco oh wow you arrive uh no two days so you arrive at whatever time early in the morning okay and then you got that full day they it takes them a while to sort out all the paperwork so you can get off at like noon or something 
and then you, oh, okay. and then you have the full day the next day and then they take off at like 4 30 or something so um so it's weird because a lot of the things like the bus we did the bus loop to see all the different things yeah and that's really the uh, honestly if you go to san francisco it's not a bad thing because there's a lot of buses and there's a lot of people do that and so you're right. not waiting around a lot and the buses have open tops most of them so if you're kind of like you don't want to be sitting there wearing a mask on a bus because you're a little more cautious like like sarah and i would be you can go up to the top and get the natural filtration of the air uh on the top oh. so we so we did that and uh yeah it was great we really we really enjoyed it we went all around saw all the different things went we crossed the um golden gate bridge twice but we ended up do, just doing a two-day version of that because and that and there was a night tour uh oh, cool. for the first day um but yeah the way that those ones work is they go they run from like 10 to 6 or something and yeah. so it doesn't work perfectly with those two-day cruises because yeah. the first day you'll lose half of it by the time you get yeah. off the ship and then the second day you lose um you know the, the second half and you hope you yeah. get back in time and i told you the story of last time when we almost missed the missed the boat right <laughs> so yeah th this time thankfully that didn't happen we got back like an hour and a half or something before oh good so, yeah. <laughs> we weren't we weren't running we weren't pure runners please stop, stop. Wait. <laughs> i saw There's... a little video clip of a woman who had to like climb a ladder to get up <laughs> what on your cruise no no oh, it was okay. just a video of just uh i don't know some I'm on tiktok or something it was just... there there's on youtube you can find compilation videos of people um uh, who like pure runners they right <laughs> it's just like and they set it to music and stuff like chariots of fire dun, dun. <laughs> anyway yeah the uh um no nothing like that thankfully so so that was good <laughs> that's good yeah that's good um so that yeah there was no oregon stop or anything sometimes they stop the ships would stop in um um astoria which if you can oh, get yeah. if you can get on a ship that stops in astoria i definitely recommend it it's a cool little town in oregon um nice. yeah right right uh, it looked very historic it's the town that had the gremlins was filmed in Oh yeah. Actually see the Gremlins house. Although they ask you, please don't go to the Gremlins house because people actually live there. Oh. <laughs> um, and the old police station that they had is done up like a museum there and stuff. Oh, but, but it's otherwise uh, there's a, a Pacific war, like it was a Pacific war base for oh, World yeah. War II, right? And they right. there's the legend, I don't know if it's legend or if it's been verified or whatever, but was that there was actually a Japanese sub that was sank somewhere off of the coast oh yeah but they never found it oh okay so it may or may not have ever happened they may have just hit like a whale or something hopefully not <laughs> but um anyway something they saw something yes they fired at something and something happened um right. so goes the legend which would be the only pacific um theater in north america if that happened if that was the way it's huh. written so if you are a historian and you're listening um Do they have a war museum there they have a lot yeah they have like really cool museums we actually went through all the museums and stuff last time when we did when we did stop there oh yeah um yeah really neat little town uh they have a like a marina and stuff and anyway right. so we skipped right past that this time okay we were a little sad because we were we really loved that town last right. time we went and right. i had been there previously on a road trip actually 
um, as you know, if people ever take a road trip to, to see the sand dunes on the Oregon coast or whatever, it's definitely. We did when I was eight. Yeah. Did you, and you probably camped in Astoria. There's a ton of campgrounds and stuff there. So possibly. Yeah. Yeah. You I can, do not recall because I was eight. Yeah. There's a campground right along where the mouth oh, yeah. of the Columbia river comes out too. Like oh, cool. just, you can actually look out and don't go swimming though. Cause you get sucked right in. <laughs> There's signs everywhere. Please don't Pro swim. Here. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, the, uh, um, so yeah, skip past that. And our next stop was Victoria. Excellent. And Victoria is a beautiful place. It is. <laughs> Both Sarah and I live on Vancouver Island. And it's always fun because it, so on, on a lot of the cruises, you can be like, hey, you know, you meet people, and you're like, they'll be like, hey, where are you from? And we're like, we're from Victoria. What? <laughs> oh my God, we're going to Victoria. We're going to the Empress or the, you know, and then they're like, you know, and we're like, yeah, we're from there. <laughs> and uh, and so there was a few like that, but there were so many Canadians on this ship. Uh, yes, ours was the same. It, which, which was really unusual. The last time we did Pacific Coastal, it was mostly Americans. Oh, uh, funny. Probably like two thirds of the people we met were Canadians. So Okay. Yeah, which yeah, is I, maybe fluky, but right. I don't know. I think ours was like mostly from BC. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, before we left, our travel agent said, you can't get off in Victoria. Can't be done. Because just complicated. Right. You can't, sorry, so I was thinking she, like you can't get off and like explore. No, you can't. Work. You can't. We can't <laughs> disembark in Victoria. Right. Yeah. So, so we're like, oh, that sucks. Um, oh, well, uh, we'll just get off in Vancouver and take, you know, because Vancouver is the final destination. Perfect. And and it's always for those ships where you live in Victoria, it doesn't make a lot of sense to get off in Victoria in Vancouver because yeah, you get that extra final night. But the next day is just chaos and travel anyway. So you're actually better off if you can just walk off in Victoria. Yeah. And, and so we were told you can't do that. But on day two, we decided we'd go ask guest services if we could. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of people getting off. No problem. Oh. There's a list and you got to oh. you got to do this. You got to keep your. Oh, this is the fun part. They gave us back our card for customs. And you just, you just, when you get off, just give that to them. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Sure. Right. So yeah. anyway, when we got to Victoria, there was delays in customs. Uh, and I feel like somebody made a mistake and gave us back our cards and that, that we caused the delay. <laughs> Although it wasn't just us, <laughs> there was other people that were doing, that they did the same thing with. So anyway, when we, so we got our luggage together, we, we hung out on the ship for the day because why not? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, we were enjoying mostly being by ourselves in the uh, the fabulous um, what do they call it? Uh, uh, Solarium. Solarium. That's the one. Solarium. I'm good and, with words today. And the hot tub was actually hot. It took him like a few days for it to be hot. The first day oh, was no. <laughs> kind of the warm tub, and then it was sort of <laughs> gradually getting hotter every day. But by the by the final day. Um, it was actually very, it was a nice temperature. So we sat in the hot tub for nice. hours and just chilled. Anyway, we walked off the ship yeah. and, you know, did the card and the scan and thanks for coming and bye-bye. And then we got to where the customs was and there's no customs official. So we walked 
we're looking around like, is there anybody is on a break? What's going on? And so we literally walked off the ship. And now I'm telling you, police are going to show up after this episode goes live. We walked off the ship and into the parking lot where my nephew was picking us up and still had our customs cards in our hand. And so according to the Canadian government, we could be like completely AWOL in some foreign country. Maybe, you know, we'll get a call from you yeah. know, the, the d- diplomats asking us if we're stuck if you're in okay? Guantanamo Bay or something. <laughs> I don't know what happened to Paul. He just never came back. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, it was super weird. Uh, you know, cons- considering Crazy. border security and, you know, yeah. all that, right? So, and yeah. Although I do have um, to say customs in Vancouver was literally just passing them that paper. Yeah. And just because I was, I don't know if I told you, but I was in a wheelchair for uh, embarkation and disembarkation. Uh, we had requested that. And so I was in the wheelchair and they had asked if we would need a porter. And we said yes. But then like our bags came out and Josh was just like, whatever let's just go so he had his backpack which is a big backpack full of camera gear he had a rolly case he had my big suitcase and then like two other suitcases packed on top of each bag he's just like carrying things along looking all oh my goodness is he is he is he a tough guy a big strong guy yeah Yeah. well he is now right (laughs) that's right he was not pleased but he (laughs) Oh man! Or did yeah. you wheel yourself then? No, no, they had oh. some people to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we did. So we carried all the bags and wheeled you. No, he. No, I had somebody else pushing me. Oh, okay. I was gonna. Yeah, say. they have somebody that pushes you. Oh, okay. And they took me right up to our room when we got oh, on board. Yeah. Like, like right outside the door, and I was like, "Wow, this is much more than I was expecting." VIP service, door to door. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so both of our customs experience getting back into Canada was. Yeah, come to Canada. We're just like whatever. Right. <laughs> Which is weird because, I I told you the people like that were going back to the U.S that had been visiting Canada and they didn't realize they needed a test to fly. Cause it, cause in one case they came over on a boat. Yeah. They didn't need a test. They were told they wouldn't need a test to go back, which was true. If they took the boat back. Okay. But they had decided to fly back and the right. person they asked didn't know that they were flying back. And, oh. and so they missed their flight completely because they arrived <laughs> you know, an hour before and they couldn't get their test in time and get through everything. So, yeah. So, and I think that's still the rule. I think you, I think to fly into the United States and that's not a Canadian rule. That's an American rule. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. even like, um, you know, stupid Canada ruining our vacation. It was literally like it's your country's requirement yeah. To, yeah. To, to be when you fly in. The other thing, interesting thing was LA has a whole bunch of specific requirements as well la county oh really so they have a bunch of covid rules as well um and it was interesting as we did the survey online ahead of time oh yeah you know uh what you're supposed to do 
I don't think people know you're supposed to do that though, because um, we kind of took that. And then when we got there in Victoria, um, when we were waiting for our first flight, they called us up to the front and they're like, oh, um, we need to do a survey for LA County. Um, can you answer these questions or whatever? And I'm just like, well, we, we already, we did already do that. And they're like, yeah, but we have to, we have to do it again to prove you did it. So if you, no. so, so if you're going to LA, don't bother doing it ahead of time if you're flying because you're they're gonna doing it. Do it they're they're going to make you just do it again anyway. Yeah, so, that's frustrating. Yeah. Well, it's, it is what it is, whatever. Um, yeah. But, and at West Coast, right? Different. It's different. Yes. Uh, LA, there, we saw a lot of people still wearing masks and stuff, even yeah, though that's good. there was virtually no mandates and stuff. But um, so, yeah. Whereas I think some of the cities in, like, I'm a little worried about going to Florida because we're going to be wearing masks. And it seems like there's a lot of people in Florida, including the governor, <laughs> who seem to get angry when you're wearing a mask. And it's like, <laughs> you should probably just chill out a bit but uh <laughs> probably anyway yeah so this is state of the um, world but but on a more pleasant note yes how was the entertainment on board uh actually for a smaller ship really good nice so there was a <clears throat> dance um there was a dance one and it they were doing I want to say, uh, I don't even know what the style of dance was, but like this brilliantly difficult looking dance. And I was just like, just like probably sitting there in awe the whole time, like how anybody could dance this, this incredibly well. It was honestly one of the best dance shows I think I've ever seen. Um, I wish I could tell you more about it, but it's already kind of a faded memory, but but yeah, it was it was incredible to watch. Like just absolutely, just a whole group of them, and there was sort of you know the main two. Oh, and the 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 main dancers were also singers. Oh, fabulous! And and had these brilliant voices. And man, I wish I could tell you more about it. Anyway, it was it was amazing, and I was not expecting that. I was expecting low, you know, kind of like hey, post COVID, you know, uh, entertainment. We're gonna have yeah. like. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Nope, they've all been pa- practicing their craft. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Anyway, <laughs> the dancing was amazing and music, Excellent. dance and music. And then the uh, the other show we saw was um, this very, very entertaining, um, eccentric uh, singer. <laughs> and he did kind of all these, you know, just Billy Joel and like just sort of this very eclectic mix Oh, yeah. of, of music um from every decade and oh cool and stuff so there's always a little something for everyone of course i knew all the songs of course. um and he and, and he was along. and he was brilliant he was and he, it's funny because he'd been walking around the ship it's kind of you could tell this who this guy was because right. when he's walking around the ship he was just like he was like this weird eccentric looking guy and <laughs> um and so I'd noticed him previously because it's like, oh, wow, there's a weird eccentric guy. That's cool. Whatever. Right. And then he shows up on stage and it's like, oh, OK. He's like and they even mentioned it's like you may have seen me walking around the ship. And um, <laughs> anyway, I saw him in the at the breakfast buffet the next day because that, that was because we gave up on the dining room. And uh, 
And I was like, hey, great show last night. And he's like, oh, thank you. And then that was that. So, yeah. But uh, anyway, it was great. It was really good. We didn't see any comedians. But other than that, we just did karaoke, which was a lot of fun. So, yeah. 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 Um, there wasn't very many people there. Um, right. So I did take, I took off my mask when I sang. Um, but really? other, other than that, just uh, <laughs> was, was pretty good. Yeah. They wiped down the microphone between songs and stuff, right? Lots That's of protocols good. like That's that. Good. So yeah, it, it definitely, I think karaoke, there was like a massive room and there was like 20 or 30 people at the most. So, um, so yeah, that was, that was kind of fun. So I haven't done karaoke here um since you know since covid started no no but, I haven't. Uh, I have but, not either yeah um but this was such an open room and everything right. it felt definitely a lot more comfortable so it's weird right because you everyone thinks cruise ships are just going to be these disease uh carriers and stuff and i i was telling people when i came back it's like i think my cruise ship was safer than my son's high school yeah <laughs> it makes sense (laughs) yeah anyway so yeah so that that was that was my amazing vacation and uh nice we're going to be doing florida in august so that was our i'm excited for you yeah are you thinking you guys thinking about another one in the next year um i don't know i do not know what's uh what's going to happen here yeah yeah so hopefully i mean i'd love to i uh there's always the intent, so <laughs> gonna have to look for another inexpensive. Trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can, yeah, and I think they're gonna go up a lot over the next little while. Yes, as they start to fill up again, and for sure, demand for sure. is gonna outstrip supply at some point. Royal yeah. Caribbean now has all of their ships back in service. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it took them a long time, and actually, there's another cruise line as well. I think it might have been Carnival. But yeah, oh, Carnival has one out, I think. But yeah, most of them are kind of back to right full operation. Even yeah. if the ships aren't full, they're all running. Oh, that's good. That's good. And it was, I thought it was quite nice. Uh, I heard that it was 50% capacity Yeah. on mine. And uh, that was lovely. Yeah. 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 yeah I have a feeling that our Florida one's going to be a lot closer to 100% right. capacity. Because there's no, there's no formal capacity restrictions at all no so and you're on a big one so it's going to be yeah yeah. 20 people it's going to be very interesting so yeah so let's see what happens between now and then but uh but yeah we're we're super excited and we're going to do disney world and see the new star wars land awesome yeah so hopefully hopefully go on the rides (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah anyway excellent been a slice indeed yeah and uh we'll bring another episode in the next couple of weeks and as the as cruise news evolves and uh yes i, I think the next few episodes we'll start sharing some travel tips and Ooh. giving people some some advice and thoughts about different destinations and talk about some of the places we have been so all right if you are listening and you you have an idea of something you'd like to hear Sarah and I banter about, uh, <laughs> then let us know and or send us a tweet. You can find us at Cruise Nerds on Twitter 
and on Instagram and uh, and Sarah posted a really great video on Instagram and YouTube mm -hmm. um, from your trip. So yeah, check that yeah. out too. Spectacular. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, have a good one, Sarah. Wonderful. You too. Thanks for listening. All right. Take care. Bye.